0: You need to find the doctors in the hospitals that allow the therapeutic scenarios that work and don't go to a hospital that's stuck on the CDC guidance of using remdesivir because it's, it's not the answer. And if the hospital is locked down, the doctors are threatened with losing a license. If they don't step out of the, the protocol mandated by the feds, then you need to find a different hospital. It's that simple. sir. What you need to do is decide what you need ahead of time before you're in the throes of having to make decisions in crisis. And if you already have the plan laid out, it's going to be a lot easier to institute that plan than take step one and say, oh my God, what do I do? I think I got something going on.
1: Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Dr. Joe Newsma coming back to the show. We did a report on proven options for keeping yourself from getting sick if you've had the mRNA vaccine or are surrounded with those who have had the vaccine. Because as we have seen just recently from Oxford University, that was published in the Lancet that people who have been recently vaccinated have a 251 times the viral load of those who are unvaccinated, that's times, 251 times. So they are a danger to themselves, their coworkers To This was hospital workers, so their patients. It's a a pretty serious. And that's why we're all experiencing weird effects when we're around a lot of people who are vaccinated. But we are doing an update to the report that we did before. And we are talking about ways to keep from getting sick because it's really important, especially if you've been vaccinated to keep from getting sick because even the slightest cold can trigger a reaction, immune response that will, where your immune system will attack itself. You need to do the basics. So we go back through the basics of, you know, what you need to do. But then we also talk about the spike proteins and methods to get rid of the spike proteins, get, deal with the inflammation. And then we also talk about methods for reversing the damaging effects of the vaccine. So this is a really comprehensive show. We talk about all the issues surrounding this. I'm sure we're missing some, so we will probably have an update as well. Keep looking. I have the source document for solutions. i will have it in PDF form so you can share it with everyone you know. But remember that we're updating it whenever we have an update. So periodically go back to my website at sarahwestall.com and see if there's an update to the solutions protocol. Um, But this one is pretty comprehensive. But as we figure out better and new solutions for reversing the damage from the vaccine, we will be putting that up as well. But Right now, we do have some things that will work. So make sure you share this show with everyone you know. And if you've had loved ones who've received the MRNA shot, you might have to do planning for them because they might not be willing to listen to you. And I guess that's just the situation that we are in. We're all in that. Everyone I know has somebody they love who've gotten the jab. So just do your best to educate yourself and the people around you and then don't feel bad If nobody will listen, because at least you're trying and trust me, I'm there too. So let's get into this really important interview with Dr. Joe Nuzma. Hi, Dr. Joe. Thank you for returning to the program.
0: Thanks so much for having me back, Sarah. I'm looking forward to what we're going to talk about today.
1: Yeah, this is very important. We're going to go over our solutions protocol, the proven solutions to keep from getting sick if you've gotten the m r n a jab or just if you're around people who have gotten the m r n a jab and people are very concerned about this and so we have updates to our last show which was very popular i think it went viral and but you have more to share and so what we want this to replace that one so let's start with number 1 on the list which is do to, do the work to have a healthy body and right. You said before, rest, hydration, nutrition, and exercise. What can you add to that?
0: Well, that paradigm, Sarah, is really the uh, way you boost your glutathione levels naturally. And doing all those things on that list are just what your body needs to maximize your cellular defense systems in that bucket so that it has more resources to draw from when you're getting these insults from whatever it is, whether it's the jab or effects of the jab or spike protein or effects of spike protein or just regular everyday life with the challenges that produce the oxidative stress, and the the glutathione levels are, are produced naturally when you have uh, the sulfur-rich foods. You know, one of the best ones is mushrooms. So when you have your steak, meat's on the list as well. Make sure you saute, saute some mushrooms on top of it, and then vegetables: spinach and kale and cabbage and dairy products and whey protein. If you're into the supplementation, make sure it's whey protein and then the sleep and the rest and the exercise and the hydration all help boosting glutathione levels naturally. It's, it's key.
1: Okay. Well, let's talk about the college students because the college students are surrounded by people who have been vaccinated. A lot of them are vaccinated because they're being forced to, or feel that they're forced to. And, you know, I have a college student and you're all aware Um, they're getting sick because of stress. They don't rest well. They don't have proper nutrition. They're drinking, which is terrible. It (laughs) deals with their hydration. So let's talk about that. And they're surrounded by people who have been vaccinated. So let's talk about them just quickly and how important it is for them to be more cognitive of this and parents that have, college students, I know what you're going through, but it's more important now.
0: It's, you know, Sarah, all your listeners know that I'm a toxicologist and I have a toxicology practice and 30 years experience in human exposure to drugs and chemicals and microbials. And I've been dealing with, um, just how the body reacts to insults, whether it's drugs or whether it's chemicals or whether it's microbial or whatever. The insults on the human body have to be evaluated in a total whole picture approach. And the, what that is, is you have to look at everything going on. And what you just mentioned, the college kids in particular have more insults than most of us, because in addition to uh, the regular everyday insults, which take cellular defenses from that bucket, you have added stress levels. You have uh, class deadlines, homework deadlines, exam deadlines, interview deadlines, and then you throw on the top of lack of sleep, living on caffeine, poor nutrition. People think they don't have enough money to buy good food. So they're eating a bunch of ramen noodles and and other processed crap. And then you throw on top of that, whenever they do get a spare moment, they're not resting and hydrating. They're going out to the latest party. If they're college students like I was, I did that as often as possible. But the thing about it is it adds up. Your body can take a lot of abuse and not make you pay the piper. But when you get too much too quick, and those cellular defenses are depleted rapidly, that's when you set yourself up for problems. Because then the oxidative stress, regardless of where it comes from, normal everyday life, or as a result of a vaccine jab, starts hitting critical cellular macromolecules, DNA, RNA, proteins, enzymes, cell membranes instead of getting neutralized by glutathione or other various cellular defense mechanisms. So college students have to be extra aware of how much they're burning that candle. And in this day and age, they need to plan in the way to be better to themselves. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. And I've had that talk with my own daughter, as you know so it, it's part of the deal. Yep. Now let's talk about high normal levels of vitamin D and what we mean by high normal le- levels and why it's so important.
0: Well, vitamin D is a good cofactor for lots of stuff. You know vitamin D helps the absorption of calcium and vitamin D is a cofactor in lots of biochemical processes and I don't want to bore the listeners with all of that stuff, but uh, most people, don't have enough vitamin D. Vitamin D levels in the United States in particular are chronically low. So what can you do to boost that? Well, you take a vitamin D supplement. You know, 5,000 international units is usually a very good start. And then based on the individual situations, you can go up from there or dial it back. And people that get the annual physical should be having their vitamin D levels measured in their blood work. And then once you know that level, you know how to modulate that supplement. In the meantime, if you're just in it without a blood level, you know, more is okay. What you don't need, what your body doesn't need, it's just going to lose in its urine. So uh you know if you're taking a couple extra tablets and you're peeing it out in this day and age that's probably better than not having enough.
1: That makes sense. Let's talk about zinc because zinc in the cell blocks viruses and it
0: yes it does it
1: blocks the the virus from the jab the, the spike proteins, everything that's going on, it keeps you from getting sick. Now we know hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin are both mechanisms for getting zinc into the cell. However, we also know, you know, those are those are prescription, but we also know that quercetin with vitamin C, which is over the counter, does the same thing. So can can you talk about why it's so important to have something on an ongoing basis that blocks that virus from your cell? From zinc.
0: Right, I can. Zinc is is like a, uh, it's like a, it's it's a uh, a double pronged attack. Zinc blocks the viral load, eliminates the viral load directly, and it also stimulates the immune system. Zinc is an immune system stimulant, so that it boosts your body's ability to naturally combat the virus or bacterial or whatever the insult happens to be. And like you said, hydroxychloroquine and Uh, quercetin are both zinc ionophores. That's the fancy science word for a door opener. It just those two particular products get the zinc from the outside of the cell to the inside of the cell where it works its magic. And um, you need to have that happen because that's where the magic happens. The the zinc does its work on the inside of the cell. If it can't get there, it won't happen. So that's why you need the uh, hydroxychloroquine and the quercetin. And the quercetin is an over-the-counter product, so you should be able to find that. Um, You can get it in the Z-Stack by Dr. Zarlinko, and it has a couple other cofactors. It's got zinc, it's got vitamin D, it's got vitamin C, all in a perfect little package. There's another supplements company that I'm aware of that has multiple products with uh, quercetin in it, and that's called uh, Quicksilver Scientific. They're based out of Louisville, Colorado, right in my backyard. They're actually, a toxic psychology client of mine. Uh, I've written all their SDS sheets, but they have multiple products with quercetin and they also have a glutathione, a liposomal glutathione product that uh, that people can look into and get these tools for protecting their health and wellness.
1: That's absolutely excellent. Now, what about ivermectin? Because they, ivermectin has been smeared all over the media lately. I know it's prescription and then you can get it at the pet store. Yep. but you have to be careful with the dosaging because you, you need to have the and that's the one thing dr zelenko said he likes hydroxychloroquine a little bit better than ivermectin not because of the difference in how they work but because ivermectin you have to be a little bit more careful with the dosage.
0: They're both antiparasitics basically. Uh hydroxychloroquine typically is used to treat malaria and uh, the ivermectin is an antiparasitic which goes after the african sleeping sickness. And uh it the ivermectin is actually involved with chloride channel channels so it will bind the cell membrane and allow different things to go across that cell membrane that normally can't cross so you see a theme scientifically of why all these different things work as far as ivermectin being um, tricky to dose you know there's beautiful resources online drugs.com imagine that very simple go to there, look up ivermectin, and you'll get a table of dosing that's based on body weight and based on tablet milligram strength size. And you just need to do the calculation. It's basic math The animal ivermectin probably comes in larger doses, like a 12 milligram tablet, I think. And the dosing online for humans is all based on three milligram tablets. Now the other thing is, it doesn't have to be a perfect dose. So uh, you can do the calculations and maybe try to cut some tablets and get close enough But the uh, ivermectin being the antiparasitic is going to have actions directly against the virus, and it's also going to aid those cofactors so it's also a dual prong attack to get after protecting your health and wellness does that make sense.
1: Absolutely and that's what makes it so great it just means that you have to be a little bit pay attention to what you're doing. And sometimes uh, doctors get worried that the person the people aren't going to do that work, so they they're a little more cautious, but we have really smart listeners. So at least it's something that you can get. Now, I do know that hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin is a stronger method uh, method than quercetin with vitamin C. Um, But if you're taking it daily, then that should do the job versus, you know, you're taking it as a preventative versus once you get sick, taking it, there's a difference.
0: and and quote, getting sick is different things. You could actually have a virus or bacteria because, I mean, the symptoms are very similar and or you could have gotten the mRNA jab and you're experiencing Side effects of that jab. And those also mimic the viral infection, which is why it's allowing the regulatory agencies to play games with the numbers, facts, and figures and make the the propaganda that they're making that they're putting out on a daily basis.
1: Yeah. And so blocking a virus when it's really side effects of the jab is not quite, I mean, it's not necessarily what you need. You need some other things. It's unproductive. Yeah. And that's why I want to get into the carbon 60 because of it being the world's best at dealing with inflammation. And then also, you know, we have um, access to, and all of our listeners do carbon 60 and black seed oil, which I want you to talk about because black seed oil also has amazing benefits when it comes to dealing with this. So please give us the uh, information on carbon 60. And then when you're done, I want to talk about the studies that I know there's thousands of positive, but there's a few negative there that are out there. And I know that me and Ken Schwartz at one point went through every, there's only a couple negative studies, but we went through both of those in detail and debunked them because they weren't, they, they just, the protocols were bad. And so it just wasn't a legit study. And if anybody has a legit study, I'd like to see it, but I think it's being smeared like other things, because it's so effective.
0: Well, you know, that's a good litmus test for for anything that works. So we have to squelch it. But uh, first and foremost, Sarah, what I want to say is that uh, that, that Ken Swartz, who's been a multiple guest on your show, is a very, very accomplished chemist. And he knows his way around the chemical world and what happens and why. So uh, if somebody really wants the details on why those studies aren't Uh, up to par, go back and listen to that show with Sarah and Ken, and you will get the details. Uh, Ken's going to let you know mechanistically why those studies aren't relevant. And as far as carbon 60 is concerned, the, the one that I like, the one that I've written white papers on and how it works and why it works is from LiveLongerLabs.com. It's the carbon 60 or, or C60 complete. And it's, it's uh, distributed by PureBellaVita.com. But um, that is a three-ingredient product. It's got carbon-60, which is really submolecular. It's nanomolecular. It's very, very small, and it does not aggregate, which is one of the reasons why one of those studies was debunked, is that they were talking about carbon-60 aggregates, and uh, then it's also formulated with black seed oil and procurement and black seed oil and curcumin are two of the most powerful natural products that you can get, and if you put in the combination of C60, black seed oil, and curcumin in any search engine, you're going to get, you know, 28,000 hits on the therapeutic benefits of these three ingredients, and C60 being the world's best antioxidant and anti-inflammatory is the best thing going for stopping vaccine-related inflammation in its tracks. That C60 Complete will do it. If you have had the mRNA jab and you're worried about excess inflammation, all over your body because it goes everywhere. That spike protein goes to every tissue, goes to your brain, goes to your liver, goes to your kidneys, goes to your ovaries, goes to your testes, and it can cause inflammation in any of these places. So the C60 will stop that inflammation and to back up the C60 is the powerful actions of the black seed oil. It's anti-inflammatory, and it's antioxidant, and it's, it's very protective of those organs that are involved in that cascade, and it also will stop the inflammation from going from inflammation to a cytokine storm. And that's just inflammation gone off the rails, out of control You're The brakes are gone and you're a semi-truck going downhill in the Colorado Rockies. There's no stopping it. And that cytokine storm is a dangerous situation, which can be fatal if the right tools aren't on board to stop that. Black seed oil is very powerful in preventing that from occurring. Black seed oil is also reparative of the vascular damage that's done in our blood vessels all over in every organ. So it repairs the the damage that the the spike protein does. And you got to understand this spike protein is the protein which is designed to fuse the virus to the cell membranes. So the spike protein is like a spade and it's going to attach to the cells and start digging. And the black seed oil and carbon 60 is the backfill in those holes that that spike protein is digging. And it's a constant battle. The thing about it is um, I I have a reference that shows that spike protein half-life is about 25 hours on average. So that means every 25 hours, you're going to decrease the spike protein by half. So that's individual as each individual person is. And it's all based on individual uh, chemistry makeup. So that 25 hours could be 10 in some people and could be 50 in other people. But the average is 25 hours. So that means after you get that mRNA jab, you have the chance that that instruction goes to all your cells and starts making spike protein. And then every time that spike protein is made, you got four or five days that that particular spike protein can do damage in your body somewhere, wherever it ends up. And it's a constant battle because that vaccine, the mRNA jab, is going everywhere in your body with the instructions on how to make the ultimate toxin, the spike protein. Does that make sense, Sarah?
1: It does make sense. And so this is something that will fight it, but it won't reverse it.
0: Well, the black seed oil does some reversing. It does, okay. You gotta stop the digging to begin with.
1: Okay, so it stops the digging, the C60 and the black seed oil, and it does some reversing. And if you can stay on top of it long enough, possibly your body along with this, could reverse it.
0: Yes, absolutely, it will.
1: Yeah, there's also another mechanism, which is very difficult for people to do, but I've heard about if you can get yourself to fast for three days. You're talking about
0: the autophagy. Yeah, yeah,
1: you, you can, your cells start to regenerate and it'll get rid of those cells that are damaged. But that is for, I mean, that works, we think, but you have to be pretty disciplined.
0: Oh, it does. It it absolutely does. And it's, there's a whole plethora of of scientific data behind it. It's there's another show that Sarah did with, uh, with Max, and it might have been Max and Phil about zombie cells. And if you really want the background on that, go listen to that show, because that's the exact principle. Uh, Your body has what's termed zombie cells. And if, if you just think about it, it's, it's just resource sinks the cells are no longer functioning any beneficial purpose, but they're still in the rank and file sucking up resources from the cells that are doing the work. So by sending your body into autophagy and the way you do that is through fasting, uh, what happens is the body looks around for dead weight. And when it sees cells that are damaged or carcinogenic or, Uh, has mutations that aren't repaired or anything that's abnormal, what happens is it kicks in the programmed cell death. The fancy scientific word for that is apoptosis. Every cell in the body has this code that is a self-destructive process if the cell is no longer beneficial to the body. And you just have to get the biochemical conditions to invoke that self-destruct code. And the key to that is uh, you know, fasting for, uh, I, I think, like you mentioned three days, um, that could very well be the trigger point. Uh, fasting for a day certainly helps this process as well.
1: Yeah, and that's what I wanted to ask. So if you did three days, we know that it's a very, uh, more of an effective, efficient method, but if you fasted for 16 hours a day or 20 hours a day, will it still do it, but just at a slower pace?
0: Correct, that's exactly okay. how it works.
1: Okay. So if for those who have had the jab, it would be smart to immediately get into a fasting routine.
0: I agree. Okay. Couldn't have stated it better.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, then let's talk about uh, NAC, um, NAC, which is the precursor to glutathione and why it's so important to build up your glutathione levels. As you get older, glutathione goes down and decreases, which is one of the main reasons that viruses and disease hurt, hurt the elderly folks. more yeah yeah but but it also is your body's natural mechanism for detoxing graphene oxide so Correct. can you talk about those elements of glutathione
0: sure uh, a couple basic things with the glutathione um, glutathione is higher in kids You know, infants up to, you know, probably the teenage years, and it's higher in uh, high performing athletes. So if you look at where glutathione is high and compare that to the populations which were resistant to uh, COVID virus to begin with, it all makes sense because the COVID virus starts that inflammatory process. And if you have the cellular defenses to squelch it out, it's the symptoms aren't so bad and your your immune system is able to defeat that virus. Now, N-acetylcysteine is uh, basically synthetic glutathione, if you will, because glutathione, the three amino acid structure, Uh, with uh, the sulfur group in the middle, which is really the active site for sucking up these oxygen radicals, that three amino process is not absorbed by your body. So the N-acetylcysteine is the next best thing. It's much more absorbable by your body so that your body can have those extra sulfhydryl groups in the bucket of cellular defenses. So the N-acetylcysteine is absorbed glutathione and its three amino acid structure would not be absorbed by the body. So it just goes straight on through, you'd swallow the tablets and they go out your urine. So uh, the, uh, the work around is N-acetylcysteine. And then by eating those sulfur rich foods, you're giving your body the building blocks to create more glutathione. So it all goes back into replenishing that bucket of cellular defense mechanisms. And that's how it works. Did I answer all the questions or I feel like I'm Hi. skipping one?
1: No, I think so. I think this is good. The glutathione, you know, like Sherry Edwards said from day one, this is all about glutathione. Yeah. And we're very concerned about the graphene oxide and that oh,
0: graphene oxide. That's what I forgot.
1: Yeah. The graphene oxide, because it's it. I'm worried because what are they doing with this graphene oxide? I know it's a mechanism for bringing medicine uh, to your body. They're using it as a mechanism, right?
0: It's so got put, good things and bad things.
1: It does, but it's, it, while it might do that, and then it can sell people with a straight face that they need it in the medicine, it also can be a mechanism for this transhumanism agenda. And I don't trust these people at all. So getting these, gra- this graphene oxide out of your body is imperative. Correct. Um, go ahead.
0: Graphene oxide is a tool of the pharmaceutical industry. It's just like any other quote inactive ingredient in a drug formulation. And uh, the jury is still out on whether inactive ingredients are really inactive, because graphene oxide is just a different structure. It's like a flat sheet of uh, the the matrix and it has these oxidative groups hanging off of it, you know, carbonyl groups or um, carboxylic acids or hydroxyls. So that's a a C double bond O or a COOH or an OH. And all three of these oxygen hydrogen groups can be uh, modified based on local conditions of wherever the graphene oxide happens to be. and The fact of the matter is when graphene oxide is hit with certain energy wavelengths and everybody knows we're all just energy and we're all just uh, waves that that can resonate and kick up the ability to oxidize your local environment where that graphene oxide is. And what happens when that happens? It's oxidative stress. It's inflammation. You're going back to the same bucket of cellular defense mechanisms. And the fact is that uh, graphene oxide, when hit with certain energies can be extremely efficient at depleting cellular resources and cellular defense mechanisms. So that's why it's dangerous to have in the body, especially when there's a, a bunch of other insults that you're already trying to do. It's like fighting a two-front war. You got, you got your enemy coming in on one side, then all of a sudden, you got to go protect your flank because you got another strong enemy coming in again, and are you going to have the resources to win all those battles? That's the way you need to think about that. Fact of the matter is, graphene oxide does get out of your body slowly over time so it's the
1: glutathione that does that for it does
0: it exactly so my rule of thumb (laughs) and i've said this before sarah when you find yourself in a hole what's the first thing you need to do stop digging don't go get a booster jab that's the most ridiculous thing on the planet Uh, it's all driven by money apparently people aren't rich enough yet so they want people to go for a third round of jabs don't do it and then allow your body to clear the toxins that were introduced in any other jabs that you've already received. It's going to take time. The question is, how much time? The answer is, we don't know. It's different for every different person. All you can do is manage your symptoms. And Sarah did a great job compiling lots of different strategies on our list, on our protocols, You don't need every single thing on that list. You just need one in each category or one or two in each category, but you need to have a solid protection strategy for if you get sick, for if you're having vaccine related issues or anything else that could present itself based on what everyday life throws in your general direction. Is that clear?
1: Yes. That's very good. And I also want to say that the graphene oxide now has been identified for, by four independent labs and they've also no, uh, found it in flu vaccines. So we're pretty it's been sure. There for years. Yeah. We're pretty sure people have it. And so we have to take this seriously. Okay. Let's talk about uh, the last thing on our list. Well, we're going to talk at the end about some, some more things, what to do if you get sick with hospitals and things. But the chlorine dioxide, which is an absolutely wonderful mechanism for dealing with all sorts of viruses. Yes, including all these COVID viruses, including Ebola and other thing else, everything else. It is not legal in the United States, but it's legal all over the world. <laughs> and, and so we have listeners all over the world listening to this. So it's very important that we talk about this. Right. And I, I and I want you to talk about Dr. Kalker because I interviewed him after he finished with his phase three trials out of Switzerland, proving that this is a not only very, very effective mechanism, but it's also very, very safe mechanism. Yes. So can you talk about chlorine dioxide? Sure. And, you know, it's been smeared in the media, but we all know by now that when things are smeared, it doesn't mean they're bad. It means you need to look deeper.
0: Sure. Well, well, I'll start with Dr. Andreas Kalker. He's been doing chlorine dioxide research for 20 years in Europe. And he did clinical studies using chlorine dioxide, 30 parts per million, 100 mils every hour and a half, 10 times a day for 20 days. And he had 100% cure rate of COVID. He's got a country in South America, I believe, and another country in Europe, I believe, that has legislated for chlorine dioxide to be the treatment for COVID in those countries.
1: Can I, can I stop you really quick? Yep. What does it mean to have 100% effectiveness? Like, like it, it's 100% if you treat somebody uh, two hours before they're going to die. You, you know what I'm saying? How far yeah. down the path of death did he go? Because it's it's not ethical to get somebody down to the point where they're almost going to die. True. And so I don't know if he could even test for that.
0: Right. And the way I understand his clinical studies were when he had patients that were testing positive for COVID-19, they put them on this protocol and everybody they treated was cured of COVID-19. There, I don't know how sick anybody was, but 100% cure rate to me means that nobody dies that is under his treatment.
1: And there is the possibility that if you're, um, you are have COVID, you didn't treat it, your body's not reacting to other things for some reason, it could be the result of the jab, but you didn't treat it. You're to the point where you're going to die and you give it, you take it 10 minutes before you're going to die. You might still die. I mean, True. it's it, it, you have It's to... all about
0: viral load and, and how, how many cells are infected with how much virus because chlorine dioxide is one of the planet's best oxidizers. It's ClO2, but the structure of that chemical molecule is it's impossible to get free chlorine. So you don't have any of the bad things that chlorine does involved with chlorine dioxide. And uh, when you said it's, it's illegal in the United States, it's illegal for human use as a therapeutic to treat disease. In the United States, it's very well accepted as a water purification agent. And when you take chlorine out of those water purification streams and add in chlorine dioxide, then you don't have disinfection byproducts, which are carcinogenic to humans. So chlorine dioxide is a better way to purify water. And the best chlorine, chlorine dioxide on the market comes from the Netherlands, it's twin oxide. And twin oxide is, it's, it's chlorine dioxide that you can make simply from two powders, mixing it up into a specific volume of water to make a concentrate. And then you dilute that concentrate down into whatever you want to use it for. But chlorine dioxide in the States is used for water purification. It's got lots of agricultural applications for in life and animals and for in processing. It's got, um, agricultural uh, applications in growing plants. And um, the plants do better because you're killing the the biologics, the bacteria and the viruses and the mold and the fungus that compete for resources. And in just in animals and in plants, when you clean out the junk that's not supposed to be there, those organisms do what they're supposed to do, which is thrive. The human body's the same way. And with chlorine dioxide, it kills pathogenic species. Most bacteria die at 0.2 parts per million. Most viruses die at three parts per million. And Andreas Kalker's protocol is at 30 parts per million. Now, the good bacteria that you want living in your GI tract, the lactobacillus, the stuff everybody gets from yogurt and probiotics, that's resistant to chlorine dioxide oxidation up to 400 to 600 parts per million based on the species. So there's a therapeutic index for using this particular product to kill what can hurt people without damaging what doesn't hurt people. There is a product on the market called MMS, Miracle Mineral Solution that's got a lot of bad press. And when you Google chlorine dioxide, you will inevitably pick up hits for MMS. It's a Organization somewhere, it's a church in the Midwest that's gone all over the world treating all kinds of disease. And the way they make chlorine dioxide, their active ingredient really isn't chlorine dioxide, it's hypochlorous acid. And those that are savvy in chemistry will know oh, that's bleach. So then you can make that full circle about uh, when the press really got after the former president about saying drinking bleach. It's all about the MMS and it's about how it's made. And it was twisted. But MMS kills things with hypochlorous acid because the chemistry doesn't go all the way to chlorine dioxide. The twin oxide goes all the way to a 99.9% pure chlorine dioxide. And it's great for all kinds of disinfection and water purification and agricultural applications. And it does get after pathogens. So with Andreas Kalker's published protocol, that is an option. The FDA doesn't like it in the United States for use in people though. So you have to be aware of that.
1: And, and if you're not in the United States, look and see what you, your laws are, which most of the countries, it's illegal. So you have an avenue. And, but people have the avenue of getting the twin oxide for their water, and it'll do the same thing, right?
0: Actually, yeah, we have, uh, we have a community of, uh, it's an over 55 retirement community in the state of Florida that does their water purification exclusively with twin oxide. And that particular community with, uh, I think it's got 165 homes, not a single confirmed case of COVID throughout the entire pandemic.
1: Imagine that. And that's great because they're older. That's a retirement community. Now, cities can reach out to you. Yes. And they can use this. And right. they can stop some of these things, Ebola, because we know the Navy used Ebola. The Navy uh, used, or used, used it for yep. Ebola.
0: Yep. They used chlorine dioxide to treat the Ebola. And it works. And uh, back, I don't remember exactly what year it was, but some somebody mailed uh, anthrax to government buildings in Washington, D.C., the cleanup from that debacle was done with chlorine dioxide
1: yeah so we know it works we know old people know it works it's yep. just they don't want you to have it but be careful because it isn't legal in this country but it's in the united states but it's legal all over the world and we're yep. here to save lives now cities can reach out to you and you can help them get the twin oxide in their water and yep. and help people at a massive level
0: i we can help everybody with water purification and agricultural applications and and surface disinfection. Uh, yeah, I, I I one of my other lives is is in dealing with twin oxide. So you know when when people call me about the protocol, you can you can ask me about chlorine dioxide.
1: Yeah, that's excellent. Okay, now let's talk about people who maybe find themselves where they're really sick. They maybe didn't do the protocols that we're talking about, or they did, but they're they're surrounded. By people who've gotten the jab or you've gotten the jab and you're you're sitting in this situation hospitals around the country are they're not all the same i wouldn't say they're equal some hospitals are more aware and they're giving people uh hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin they're giving people um you know high doses of vitamin c and b and they're, and they're being smart Now, other hospitals are banning it and they're giving people remdesivir and they're giving people, what do you call it, a ventilator, and people are dying. Dying.
0: And it it doesn't need to happen. Remdesivir is not the right therapeutic for this particular infection. It shuts down kidneys. And then when the kidneys shut down, you get all kinds of fluid buildup and and people drown.
1: And they're just doing that. There's a, a woman who is going to come on the show with me next week. And she, was in that situation. She has 13 children and the hospital would not give her the the family kept asking and asking for a treatment that they know would work therapeutic and they would not give it to her. And, um, she had like two hours or I don't know, a day, a day to live. And so they finally let the family come in and give them her, you know, their last words and, and speak to her. But when they did that, they snuck in um, uh, you know, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin—they snuck in some therapeutics, and I'll learn exactly what they did. But she recovered, and then she now she's out talking about what happened. And you know, I've talked to Tom Rents' attorney. He's hearing it all over the country, where people are in hospital, and they, the, the, their doctor wants to give them something, the hospital will not let them. Um, I'm hearing from people in Florida. You know, politicians are upset about it because they're talking out about it. Um, we just had. Uh, Lynn Wood published his phone call with the hospital that wouldn't give this to a woman. So you have to be very careful what hospital you go to. Now, we can't yeah. you can't tell people not to go to the hospital if you're feeling like you're going to die. But right. maybe beforehand, you start looking into these hospitals. What do you think about as,
0: as as part of your preparation? You need to find the doctors in the hospitals that allow the therapeutic scenarios that work. And don't go to a hospital that's stuck on the CDC guidance of using remdesivir because it's, it's not the answer. And if the hospital is locked down, the doctors are threatened with losing a license. If they don't step out of the, the protocol mandated by the feds, then you need to find a different hospital. It's that simple, Sarah.
1: Otherwise, you could be a victim just like all these other families all over the country. And you don't want to be a victim. So basically they need to be doing these protocols to keep from getting sick. If your loved one is not disciplined or just doesn't believe it and they find themselves in the hospital, maybe you have to be their, their brain here and figure things out for them, um, and keep them safe. But that's, that's the, that's the situation we're in. It just is what it is. And
0: it's, Exactly, and if if you're getting that virus, you need to get something that gets after that virus, and that's ivermectin, that's hydroxychloroquine, that's quercetin, that's zinc, uh, that's the Z stack, that's uh, chlorine dioxide, if you're if you're willing, um, and if you think that you are experiencing. Uh, jab related inflammation, then your best course of action is C60 complete from PureBellaVita.com because that will stop that inflammation reaction dead in its tracks and it won't progress to a cytokine storm and other potentially dangerous situations. So it's, it's all based in inflammation. Inflammation is the underlying cause, so you know your C60 is going to work. Your anti-inflammatories, just normal ibuprofen, vitamin C, vitamin um, E, all of these things that fight inflammation are useful. The black seed oil, the curcumin, and you can get all this stuff through a diet. You can get it through supplements. You can get it through specific products that has all three of them. But what you need to do is decide what you need ahead of time before you're in the throes of having to make decisions in crisis. And if you already have the plan laid out, it's gonna be a lot easier to institute that plan than take step one and say, oh my God, what do I do? I think I got something going on. Do you see the difference?
1: Yeah, so now we have two things. We have keeping yourself from getting sick because you could get a common cold that can (laughs) spark the reactions of the inflammation and the jab, It'll, it'll get that going. And that that ends up not being the virus or a bacteria. That's the effects of the jab. So you have two things here. You want to keep from getting sick and triggering those effects. And and we've laid that out. And now the other thing is dealing with the effects of the jab, which is the inflammation and reversing the damage of your cells and the black seed oil, the carbon, the carbon 60 and a fasting protocol.
0: Yes. No, I forgot about that. That's true. That's our new addition. The fasting protocol is our new addition to the protocol sheet that Sarah has on our website. So that's your body. You're using your body's natural processes to kick the uh, process of dealing with infected, damaged, or no long deadbeat cells, if you will, kicking them to the curb.
1: And the third thing is the detoxing this graphene oxide out of your body, which can also contribute to the inflammation and the problems with the jab and yes. it can also do there are other agendas that we're worried about we can't prove it at this point but we can prove that they're talking about it and planning it we yes. just we just don't know if this is what they're using as a mechanism
0: and the three things you can do to get after the graphene oxide is glutathione glutathione and glutathione
1: excellent Okay, now how do they reach you and get information from you on the chlorine dioxide, which is an excellent tool for cities to use and communities to use?
0: Right, Uh, you can reach me through my website, superiortoxicology.com. There's a contact sheet there and there should be a button soon on my website to take you to the Twin Oxide website, which is twinoxide-usa.net. So TwinOxide-USA.net, and you can learn all about TwinOxide for all the various different applications for that particular product, and you can fill out the contact sheet on that website as well. Both of them come to me. So SuperiorToxicology.com or TwinOxide-USA.net, fill out the contact sheet, it comes right to me, and I will answer everybody's emails and questions and uh, get back to you as expeditiously as I can.
1: And then for those in other countries, we will have the Dr. Culker interview that I did and also links to his uh, protocol. So yes. I think we did a full blown. Are we missing anything that we need to talk about?
0: Uh, I think we covered it all, Sarah, really, we really did.
1: Okay. This is complete. I think we're, if we learn more as this goes on. We will do Another show we will do another show, but I think <laughs> we've we've kind of did a full blown holistic deal here. The one thing that I, um, you know, people in Florida, it's not available around the world, they have that uh, antibody treatment.
0: And that's a good thing. I researched that. That's a good, I know a, a good personal friend of ours, his, his son and my son used to play hockey together. Now they're on different teams, but uh, uh, they called me and uh, asked about that before he went and did that. And and these folks are, are also, uh, they're on the protocol. They have, uh, they have C60 complete and both of their, their Teenage uh, 20, early 20 kids are on it and they're on it as well. And uh, they were recently exposed to COVID, but they got over it in a hurry. So that's a success story.
1: Yeah. And so if you're in Florida, what I've heard too, is you need to go and look at the antibody uh, treatments before going to the hospital, because once you're in a hospital, the hospitals are not releasing you or not not allowing you to have it. It is making people very angry. It's making DeSantis uh, this very angry, yeah. but it's the reality. But that's the only place in the world right now that offers it. So you're very lucky and you should at least plan for that. If you're going to get sick, go there first and don't check yourself into a hospital.
0: It's another tool in the toolbox that certainly does a good thing. So because it works and it does a good thing, you will see that it will get smeared and it will get uh, uh, torn apart.
1: Yeah, the unfortunate thing is it's only available in Florida at this moment, and we have people all over the world, including us, who don't have access to it, but for those that do, plan ahead. And thank you so much, Dr. Joe. You are a godsend, and I, I think all of us, all my listeners, love you, and we are very fortunate to have you in our world right now.
0: Happy to be here, Sarah. I hope uh, I, I've uh, said something that helps somebody and improves somebody's uh, outlook on, on getting through what we're all tasked with getting through. And like I said, if I need to come back, I'm happy to come back.
1: And let's share this with as many people as possible because we're here to save lives and this will help save lives. So thank you so much once again.